Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, horror, art, politics, bad assery. Welcome to Society Thirteen. K-O-K-W calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Knuckle up again. You know, what does this, what does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, Beans. This is Dave. And... Hello! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! It's going to be Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. It's me. And this is Yeah. Got my lovely assistant here. And uh, special guest tonight, the Bloody Nerve. Fantastic. It was amazing. I didn't call them the Bloody Nose. At least once. Thank goodness. I stumble mumble my way through a lot of fanboy shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know. Hopefully this time around I, well... There was a few times where I wanted to say Buckingham Knicks, and I kept saying Lindsey Buckingham. And uh, it's just like, when you compare these guys, uh, guy and girl, classic duo, and and I, I love that they take photos like Lindsey, well, here it is again, Buckingham Knicks. I just, I stumbled my way through. Just, right, I, once again, you stumbled your way through. I, right here, right now. You can't help it, fanboy. I... 
but I do become a fanboy and it just happens but you know what it's, it's all about excitability about music and a lot of people just don't have it anymore I do and you're very passionate about the music alright enough from the peanut gallery <laughs> enough enough alright so Fazoli stewed tomatoes yes this episode is brought to you by Fazoli stewed tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> stick around for the reason why and right now we're going to play some Bloody Nerve for you. And this is Local Honey.
Alright, well, we can get things started here. First of all, I, um, well, I've got the bloody nerve on the line. I've been talking about you guys for a long time. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio, and thank you so much for coming on. I have Stacy Blood and Lori Ann Lane from hello. the Bloody Nerve. Yes, hello. Hey. Good to be with you. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about doing this for a while, so it's good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, no one's been waiting longer than me. <laughs> a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things happen in the duration. I'm glad to be talking to both of you. Sometimes I get a portion of a band, and um, there are two of you. But are there more? Do you have more when you guys go out? Uh, yeah, there is more. I mean, and actually, we haven't even been out yet. We've been writing and recording, and we've had a few challenges. Um, we're we're pretty picky about the band and everything. Good, so good. it's it's uh, it is a weird thing. Uh, like in Nashville, there's there's not a lot of rock and roll musicians. Okay. Uh, it's it's a you know a lot of people are looking to do pretty much anything and work pretty much in any vein they can. Uh, of course, there's a lot of country too, but um, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's not a lot of. Uh, you have to start finding people that are nor- uh, north of the age of 45 that start to understand yeah, <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I'm in that category. <laughs> oh, I didn't put well, you guys you in. I thought, I thought you, you guys were you way younger. <laughs> I, I, I won't say. Yeah, just you know what? Keep that mystique. <laughs> But actually, yeah, we've we've had some bad luck. Our uh, our uh, keyboard player uh, Terry Bayless, who's recorded a lot of the great piano stuff on our records, he's he's really ill right now. So oh, we're man. sending our prayers out to him and Absolutely. hoping everything gets gets well with him. And yeah, we've just had a couple challenges. So, but all is well. You know, we're just uh, gives us more time to get it right. Yeah, well, yeah, it does. We're I, just getting. I hope things uh, uh, together. I hope things go well for him. I'm sorry to hear that. My prayers oh, go out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, needs, he needs all our prayers. Yeah, he does. So he's. Been, we love you, Terry. And hopefully, he'll get to hear this too. I guess. Uh, where is he, all right? Well, we'll get into that. Um, who else do you have in the band at this time? Is it just the two of you now? Do you have a drummer, or are you just doing acoustic sets? We got a Big Boss. Oh yeah, blood. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, drummer. We're really looking for a drummer right now. That's kind of been difficult for us to find. Interesting. Um, They're usually my a dime father a dozen. <laughs> actually plays bass. Uh, he actually is a session player back in shoot. He was. He moved to Hollywood in '66, so he was playing with everybody out there when it was on. Wow! So I kind of grew up with all this stuff, you know. So and I can't, I, I, I can't find anybody better than him. So he's. <laughs> I mean, playing. he's played with all the big dogs. Oh yeah! Oh, that's fantastic. That's a great story. That's a story I want another time. We'll get into. Maybe we'll bring him on. <laughs> oh yeah! yeah. Oh, well, he, oh. <laughs> he can keep you going. He's still working, I guess, huh? No, 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 he left, uh, well, according to him, rock and roll died somewhere between Albuquerque and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, Fort Worth, Texas. Well, <laughs> you know what? I have to agree just... with him a little bit. I have to agree with him because, for me, when Dimebag died, metal died, which was my rock and roll. And I, I'm a Texas guy when it comes to my metal. Uh, we'll just put it that way. I'm not strictly metal. But Dimebag Daryl, when he went, it's kind of an end of an era for me. I'm just saying. Oh, Dime was a cool dude. I actually got to hang out with him once. I was going to ask uh, you, being a Fort Worth guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They will see. They they owned the basement there. The yes, I was there. there. I, I saw them basement. there. I met them there. Yeah, yeah. I was working for the Eagle at the time, which is um, a big rock station in Dallas, and I was an intern there. And um, we were up at uh, Deep Ellum Live one night. Me and uh, well, I had a rock band then too, and um, uh, my friend Andrew, bass player in our band, he worked at the Eagle too. But we were up there, and uh, we were seeing Corrosion and Conformity. Oh, I love them. Love them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Don was a big fan of COC, too. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, he was a really cool guy. Really cool guy. Yeah, absolutely. Really good art and really. Yeah, we we have some dime bag stories that take place here now and then. We we have some friends and uh, family members that were pretty close with him too. That's another story. But yeah, that's where rock and roll. Well, my metal died. Rock and roll still going. And that like I found you guys at a weird time where I was kind of all right. The bloody nerve. I was looking into <laughs> a goth. We fooled you, didn't rock, we? <laughs> well, in a good way. I, I was looking into goth metal for Halloween. I was even looking to book a band for our we, our house parties. And I'm just kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to give this a shot. And it blew my mind. It was better than what I was looking for. And it was just a perfect time for good bluesy rock and roll thing. And I, I find your love. What an amazing song. Well, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's really hit. Yeah, the pe- people have really taken to that song all oh. over the Internet and yes. Twitter. We've got people retweeting that and sharing it like crazy. And, you know, and you used it, you know, to dedicate to the loss of your <laughs> Ted. Yeah, yeah. Your, your boy. I made it my own. You know, this is the first show I'm taping without my executive producer. I should tell I my know. I should tell my listeners that Teddy Gerald Fairhead. Yeah, yeah he was he's my little boy. He's the cutest ever. Oh, he's a good boy, man. Teddy, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he, 42 pounds of fury, and he uh, used to sit under the desk here <laughs> during every show. And uh, he would, uh, unlike executive producers you guys are familiar with looking over your shoulder, he kept my feet warm. That's what he did. <laughs> but I thank, you for this, I thank you for the song. I mean, honestly, it just kind of touched <laughs> the chord and I made it my own for what it was, you know. Um, what was that song about originally? Was that a lost love somewhere? Did one of you write that? Both of you write that? Stacy. Oh. Stacy wrote that. Okay. Uh, well, that one is, um, yeah, I think that... Um, when I used to play that, well, before we were the Bloody Nerve, um, we, we were both doing solo stuff. I know that, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we didn't know each other yet. She's in New York, and yeah. I'm here and there. And so that one, I was always like, before I'd play that, you know, for friends or whatever, it'd be like, all right, you want to see how dark we can really get? Okay. <laughs> nice. Down to the dark side. You know, yeah, it's just abandonment. You know, it's, it's I mean, it sounds like what it is, brother. Okay. So, But, yeah, that one was, um, I'd had that. You know, laying around and um, and he played it for me. He played it for Lori and oh, and then I was just like, oh man, that is like hypnotic, you know? It truly is. Yeah, that arpeggio guitar, and I was just like, and his vocal, and it was just like, wow. That as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's a hit, you know? And I agree. And then we started to think of songs, you know, for the bloody nerve because we're like, all right, why are we doing this separately? We need to, you know, come together and do this together. It just has to be that way. So. uh, so we're thinking about songs to do and write, and I'm like, well, before we start writing, you know, any original stuff, let's let's go back, you know, mm. and see because he has so many songs. So uh, so I'm like, how about that "Find Your Love" song that you played for me, you know? And and he's like, yeah, but that's like a you know male <laughs> song, and I'm like, hell no, it ain't. No, you know, I, w- I <laughs> wouldn't like, have guessed that. You know, that. throw a female vocal on there, and I said, I think it'd be badass. It you know? changes the game. Yeah, wow, that's true. Yeah, so for me, it, it always came across as very Johnny Cash yes. kind of uh, delivery, you know. I agree. Vocal delivery, and, you know, with a female vocal on there, it gave it a little soul. and I, It just made it more it haunting. It just made it more haunting. Very yeah, haunting, yes. Oh, I was a mess uh, mixing that song. I was just a mess. Oh. After doing the the string arrangements and everything and hearing how all that, I'm just like almost. I was feeling like you were feeling. I know you were feeling listening to the end of that song, thinking about your dog. Yes, believe yes. me, I know exactly where you were. Oh, you had a problem with my vocals too. Uh-huh. Doing working my vocals. <laughs> well, that was one of my questions. I had a question. Do you guys ever disagree? <laughs> Very rarely. I mean, we're we're pretty good, good sounding board for each other. Yeah, uh, which is rare because I've never, uh, I've always worked alone. 
you know. And right. then working with Lori Ann is just, uh, it's almost, it just works. Well, there you go. It just works all the way around. And you know, we're we're a couple, obviously. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that. Well, I, I wasn't going to ask. That. I was going to leave that mystique too. Well, but. well no, you know, <laughs> screw that. It's Good. like I'm so sick of people lying to their yeah, fans, right? and you know, because the labels, we're not. You know, we don't we don't have that problem. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, we could say what we want. We don't have anyone telling us what to do creatively or whatever. You know, we're a couple. That's the way it is. It's like like it or not. You know, we want people to like us for our music. Not, and absolutely. You I mean, know, for what we uh, two words, Lindsay Buckingham. Just let it, you know, not end. Oh that God, way. I love Lindsay. He's exactly, awesome. exactly. <laughs> now, that's immediately yeah. you know, that picture of you guys placed a high pitch shot, which I'm probably going to use for the show. That that is t- so Lindsay Buckingham. I mean, really? Did you know? <laughs> did you know what you guys were doing at that point? I, I've seen them live, um, of course, with yeah. Fleetwood Mac, but. Right. Oh, he's awesome. Well, it's yeah. actually funny that you said that because when, when sometimes when we're like looking for photos and stuff, I'm like, I'm always thinking, man, I I, I always wish we could capture one of those uh, Mick Fleetwood, Stevie Nicks rumors. Mirrors. Covers. Yeah. Obviously, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's like you know you never think you're gonna and it's and it's so funny that you ended up with a Fleetwood Mac reference. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, I put that so, together. It's got to be an age thing for me, but yeah, I always go back to where it comes from for me. And those songs were feeling. You know, when I hear Stevie's voice uh-huh. or even Christine McVie, yeah. who gets a bad rap. It brings me to that place in time where I first heard it, and you know that's that's why like find your love. It brought me to you know that place. It, it's sad, dark, but you know, can you find it again? Is the way I looked at it. But that's probably not where you were. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, I don't know. I always like to try to stay positive, so I don't I know. Try, Music's always brought brought me out of that. It's 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 always kept me from falling. So. I like the dark music um, because yeah, it keeps me positive. I keep the music dark, and then the rest of my life. Tends to be okay, but, you know, what are you going to do? I listen to some pretty dark stuff. <laughs> Actually, I just got tickets for Slayer. Don't hold that against me. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the bloody nerve. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Where did the name come from? The name? Oh, yeah. we were just trying to think of cool names. There's nothing special about it, I guess. We were just sitting there trying to think of cool names, but, you know, we were thinking, well, it's got to have blood in it or bloody would be cool, you know, and then <laughs> yeah, now these days we don't really listen to a lot of new music. Well, yeah, we... We're just really not don't listen to the radio even yeah really <laughs> satellite also. radio for me that's it we go back we we yeah. listen to all the old stuff well let me ask you this um influence wise um jonette napolitano concrete blonde is there anything there no no not at all i don't even know who that is concrete blonde really okay look up jonette napolitano because yeah, you, you hit that range you really do she's fantastic Oh, I haven't even heard of that. Uh, that's where have I been? <laughs> probably late '80s, early '90s, and she's still doing, she's still making music. But Concrete Blonde, uh-huh. yeah, that's what you remind me of. Uh, I'll even go as far as uh, Mazzy Star. Are you familiar with that? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah that's a yeah. Reminder. You know, Find Your Love kind of has that. that little oh bit. yeah, it has a little bit of that vibe to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you met in Nashville. Now, uh, Lori, you're from New York. Where exactly in New York? Queens, New York, and uh, Merrick, Long Island. I'm a poor Jefferson guy. Poor Jeff. Yeah, Quorum. Very, very cool. There's some cool venues out there, too, huh? Yes. I used to go to Sundance back in the day, but that's long gone now. Then the Ritz in New York City, of course. But, mm. yeah, they're popping up again. They are popping up. And So your story, you ended up going to Nashville. Is that what happened? Yeah. Went to Nashville for music and, you know, did like six months of that. Then headed back to New York. You know, and then really just... You are R&B, right? Well, you know, yeah, I was doing more of, like, the pop R&B thing at that time. Um, you know, and then meeting Stacy, 
got more into the rock and roll side of things. Was that the turning point? Did you have like any yeah, rock and roll? Yeah, yeah, no, it really was. I mean, it got me, you know, deeper into the whole rock soul thing, <laughs> you know. So I was able to bring out my R and B soul side and rock out, you know. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, it was just to, to to me. It was just it was there. It needed to be unleashed. <laughs> you know, and, and it, I just I, I think it had never been really unleashed before. And, and, and it really did the same thing with me, too. You know, she's kind of huh, made me have to up my game, you know, vocally, you know, trying to keep up with her and match that. And because when you have someone as, that sings as strong as Laurieann does and, and, and you're not singing strong with it, it doesn't work. You know, it just it's it's gonna it's gonna blow you out you guys so. you mesh perfectly i mean it's amazing yeah, it's amazing i absolutely amazing i, I was watching a, a couple of videos but um what's the one of oh god i guess it was uh local honey um i think it was was that the most recent one was it your most recent video no, oh, it would no. have been. That was actually, probably place to hide yeah it was probably oh, place it was to place hide. to hide right right very yeah. very sweet black and white yeah yeah that was like the promo yes yeah. i like that a lot yeah, um, we haven't done a video for a local honey yet, but that's going to be fun to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to do that. Well, I kick things off with that. Uh, how about we play a little "Find Your Love"? I'll play that for the second time on my show because I'm very proud of that song, and I get to play it. You make you guys make me look good. <laughs> so let's let's dig into that right now, folks, Sweet. and uh, we'll get right back to the bloody nerve. the time you'll be released It was hard to say the least He went west I went east And I just got back to Georgia With all those fires that I knew I wish that I could tell him I'd say I'm gonna find your love I'm gonna find your love I'm gonna find your love I'm gonna find your lost right away Time will heal, they used to say It's been so long in the fray It might as well be yesterday When I close my eyes I see them on that billboard in my mind I read them and they always say I'm gonna find your love 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 
Find Your Love. I'm talking to the Bloody Nerve. They're still with me, I hope. They didn't hang up yet. Uh, you guys yeah. still there? I'm here. <laughs> All right. Um, Stacy, I want to ask you now, you have a radio background. <laughs> I know a little bit about that. That's kind of why I'm doing this. <laughs> um, right. What's this uh, about multiple radio stations and DJing? Is this true? Or? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I got into radio in around 94, and um, that was at the Eagle in Dallas, of course. And okay. Mm. Then moved to San Luis Obispo, California, and worked in radio there. I've, guys, I, th- I think I worked every format: did country, oldies, active rock, uh, AC, hot AC, um, whatever they told you, basically. CHR, you know, yeah, I mean, classic rock, which was, you know, musically that was the most fun to do, of course. But yeah, you know, I did that, and I originally did it to get closer to, you know, just to stay around music, um, right. you know, to work in music, and you know, I worked afternoon drive as drive time jock for a lot of years. Clear Channel was my last job. And, oh, really? You know, that was, uh, that pretty much beat me into submission. I was going to say, <laughs> radio has let you down, is that what that's all about? <laughs> well, <laughs> to maybe. To say, say the least. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Maybe. No, but actually, you're actually doing it right, man. You know, you're you're like doing what you want to do. Um, you know how you want to do it. That's 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 what uh, it's all that, about. That's the way it used to be. That's it's, it's really hard to serve uh, serve corporate masters these days. It's boring as all hell. I, I see guys, uh, people out like yourselves, and make it interesting again. And I introduce it to uh, you know I, I'm, my audience has been growing. I've been this is my second year doing this, and people actually listen to find what bands I find next. And uh, you guys are probably one of my prouder moments. Uh, I have, if not the best. But uh, there's another band I have to say that you also another a duet. Uh, they're called Of Clocks and Clouds. They're a New York band. Check them out. They're really cool. Um, you guys, I could totally see you guys touring together. Like it's what a pop? different. Yeah, they're, they're different, but yet there's something going on there. Of yeah, they're called Of Clocks and Clouds. It's an odd name. They explain it, but you guys kind of remind me. You have that rapport. And these are two guys, of course, from Brooklyn. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, very very interesting band. And uh, yeah, another proud moment. But you guys definitely. I'm so glad that you can come on. 
Um, now, so all right. Now you guys met. You quit radio, or was the radio gone at that point anyway, Stacy? Yeah, I left radio in '04. I I just got tired of it, and you know, I was. Uh, I just I just had to f- get back to focusing on music because I had you know drifted and you know you you start working and you just start losing your inspiration because you just get beat down and the music I was listening to every day it's like you hear what they're putting out there most of the time and you know I not to bash anything uh, but you know it just sucked you know <laughs> so you know it, it's it's already you know I'm I'm thinking you know what what's what's the point here you know it's just it's just it's it's depressing so. I was actually interviewing a guy named Citizen Cope one day. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he was, you know, really, really cool guy. And, you know, he's out there touring and, you know, doing his thing, being an artist. I'm like, you know, what am I doing here? What what (laughs) the hell am I doing in this closet? You know, so, you know, it wasn't long. I I just left. And, uh, yeah, I've been working, uh, working on stuff in Nashville since about 2005. And just you know, do one thing leads to another, and then we met through a mutual friend. Yes, yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah. Lori and I met through uh, David Norris, who was uh, producing me at the mm-hmm. time uh, in 2010, 2009, that area. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, me and Lori just took to each other, crazy. And it was so uh, you had that yeah, this works moment, and apparently it was the first time you both sang together. Is that the, the moment that you figured it out, or was there some like oh okay? Yeah. We did, we started talking um, online for a while. Yeah, and then um, it was the lemon scented. Pledge. It was the lemon scented pledge that did it for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said he was going to wear lemon scented pre- pledge on our date. So I said, "Oh man, this this is the guy for me." <laughs> That's really funny. My wife hates the smell of that, so that wouldn't have worked for me at all. <laughs> Goddamn. So it was cute. I mean, we got along great, and you know, we met. He picked me up from the. Uh, the airport and then we just moved in together and that was it and then we i mean we were still doing solo stuff and then it took like a little time you know to you know then we just realized this this is stupid let's just you know let's start something together yeah i think we we were talking for several weeks yeah and um i we both moved to nashville like proper moved to stay on the same day on the same day i had oh this it's crazy crazy day that was i had the uh, moving truck um, I was going to be picking her up from Nashville Airport mm-hmm. at like seven, seven thirty somewhere around right. there, and uh, so I'm in Marion. I'm leaving Marion, Illinois, which is where I was. I was staying with my folks for a little while at the time, and um, I get everything picked up, um, get everything out of the, the basement downstairs, you know. So I move the moving truck down the hill in the grass, and the moving truck gets stuck in the mud. Oh man. So I'm thinking, well, how am I going to get this out of the mud and get to the airport? I'm freaking out, you know. So it was just a really crazy day to start out with some real stress, you know. But we never forgot that one. And then, you know, got here, went, picked her up. My hands are all sweaty and everything. <laughs> you know. He had sweaty palm. Oh, well, hey. Well, that's, yeah, hey, was, I was nervous. Wait, it was cute. But see, she saw that as uh, genuine. That's good. Yeah. That works. Yeah. <laughs> well, I try to be a tough guy, you know, every now and again. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about the songwriting process. Do you come up with a riff? Uh, who writes the lyrics? Or is it just kind of like, does it just happen? It, it just happens. For that's the best yeah, way. Yeah, there, there's, there's no... There's uh, no set way. There's that's no set so way. much... I mean, that's, that's refreshing to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's... 
Honestly, I mean, I could hear a raindrop and come up with a song. That's fantastic. Yeah, it could be a rhythm, or I mean, a lot of times, you know, I, I, you know, I like to find a rhythm or something like that because everything with with our music is predicated on that. It's 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 rhythm and motion, you know. But songs just they don't, you know. I've I've heard some people have a a way of doing it, or they have this method, and I've I've never understood how that can possibly work. I mean, yeah. I, I I can wake up with a phrase in my brain mm-hmm. that makes no sense that's in a cadence and it's like well that's what i don't even know what that means but when i make a song around it um it'll tell me what it means later so i just let it go oh you know i just try not to take it too seriously it is what it is you know let's just let's just go do what happens you know? that's perfect i that some of my favorite people i've talked to have told me that very thing i'm a writer myself i have, I have some books out there and i'm actually going to a convention tomorrow to sell some but anyway yeah. um waking up in the middle of the night and the, you get the craziest most broken down and actually the most visceral thoughts in the middle of the night and you write those things down i learned this from clive barker of all people yeah. you write them down you can figure it out the next day maybe you'll remember that dream or whatever that i i'm, I'm with you on that waking up in the middle of the night and writing that shit down six in the morning six in the morning how about your first cup of coffee <laughs> that's the, that's where i seem to write my songs at six in the morning <laughs> sometimes they'll come to me and then i'm like oh it's six okay it's the magic time yeah so that, that's where i hour. forget them oh that's where you forget them <laughs> yeah it's like yeah i mean i, I think i'm Probably the my favorite songs are the ones that just came together in like three minutes, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, here they That's are. Awesome. It's uh, like if I if 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 you start to work on it too long, it ain't it ain't working, man. You yeah, know, if you, have, you know all about. Again, you know but all then about. Again, Paul Simon can spend ten years on one song. I don't. I don't know. But those are pretty darn good a lot of the time. Overproduction can kill a song that was meant to be three minutes long. So, uh, yeah, I agree this with you. This is true. How long did Robbie Robertson take to write? Oh, my God, you brought him up. I just heard an interview with him yesterday and Ron Bennington. Um, what a great guy. Have You You guys haven't met him, have Oh, you? we're, like, huge fans. Dude. Oh, my yeah. God. He's such yeah, well, a cool we're dude. we're huge ba- uh, fans of the band. Yeah. Man. What a cool Although dude. Although I've resisted growing a beard and wearing the Civil War clothes like a lot of the bands out there today. <laughs> Yeah, but you might it's, do it. I can see you doing it. Like this? Yeah, maybe that's your me. next album cover. You know, you know, it could be. Well, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll paint it brown. We'll call it Brown Album. <laughs> you should do that. Although I think Primus beat you to that one. I hate to say it. Yeah. It's <laughs> so as far as let's talk about like full length album EP. What's out there for people to get right now? What's coming out? Well, uh, right now, singles. You know, we're just kind of looking at music right now, and um, there really isn't need for albums anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I think albums. Yes. The the birth of the album really came because there was a, a media called the record to play it. Yes, and then now that that media doesn't exist anymore, um, really, what an album is 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 well, to what it has always been to me is you you write an album. You know, you don't just write a bunch of songs, throw them together, throw ten of them together, and say, "Ah, ah here's my album." <laughs> you know, it's uh, you, I mean, let's you write an album. You know, if you listen to Led Zeppelin three, you listen to all the songs on there. It's clear that those songs are a part of a collective. Yes, there, there, there was there was an intelligent collective there, and you know, we we're doing that to a degree, but. I don't know. I mean, why overthink it? You know, here's the songs, you know, and maybe we'll, you know, put them together at some point. Okay. And, you know, I mean, we are going to release vinyls here at some point. 
Um, but right now, you know, you know, we'll get the singles out there. Get, you know, I mean, hey, the, the it all starts with a song, isn't that what they say here in Nashville? Yeah. Actually, it all starts with a check, but that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, EPs. We're gonna have an EP here soon, which just might be a collection of the singles, you know, or right. some other bonus material. Just whatever we do, it's just we just release it. It's easy. Easy to do now. TheBloodyNerve.com. You know, yeah, you can get everything there. Very cool. Yeah, your videos are there as well. And I, I, honestly, it sounds like you. Well, you're, you're smarter than the people that are out there, the fans that are listening and downloading, uh, because all it's a point. I call it the point click generation. They just want to hear now and whatever. I still like to go to a record store, believe it or not, um, and and buy an album, a CD or whatever. I'll do that now for a buck, which is a shame in the used rack. You know, I'm sure you've seen yeah. that. And it, it kills me to see some of the bands sitting in there in those used racks now. But yeah, like you're, you're definitely uh, taking a smarter approach with that. Where it is, yeah, when you go on iTunes, it's the singles they're downloading, you know? Yeah, well, you know, and, and also it really is a, it's a financial drain on bands now. I mean, everybody wants to record this album. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to have a return of the record store. I'm all about that, man. I, that's We have know, a few. I, we have a we're we're going to have our vinyls, which... You know, we want to sell vinyls because you can't download a vinyl. So <laughs> there's a lot of people that want to have those things. So we're gonna we're gonna have those. But um, it's just it's it's a drain when a band will go in. They want to cut their ten song album, press a thousand CDs to start with. That's usually what they do, um, and then they end up not selling the CDs really. Um, and then they have all these songs on iTunes, and maybe the one or two that's anybody would would actually spend money on. Which is the way it's always been, you know. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, a really good album will have four singles on it, and it will be a, a huge seller. You know, and not every song's a single. Right. So these days, you've got, you know, all these songs sitting there that you mm-hmm. spent all this money to produce that nobody's going to buy. Isn't that a shame? Take them one by one. Let's go with qual- quality over quantity now. That's 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 the calling of the day is right. quality over quantity because there doesn't have to be quantity. Now, albums were great because when they bought the album, they bought every song on it, whether they liked it or not. They don't have to do that anymore. Right. Okay. And you got a piece of the band. You got to see the pictures, all the lyrics and everything. I mean, yep. it, I, yeah, I guess we're dating ourselves here, but... Uh, what can I, I mean, well, that, that, that's when it was great for bands. Now it's a challenge. It's a total you know? challenge. Now it's about tour, tour, tour. The more you tour, the more money you make. And uh, it, you're it's, right. it's crazy. It's, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, you can't ride on the road. I, I hate, honestly, I still buy my music. Like, if you guys give me music, I'm going to be buying a song from you. It's just a give and take that I believe in. I don't think kids, I might say kids in their 20s and, and below that, they can't even understand that concept of paying for music. And I think that sucks. Oh. Fucking sucks. I hate it. Yeah, well, it does. It does. I mean, and it hurts the industry. I mean, that's all there is to it. Uh, Kevin Duvall, uh, Kevin Duvall, Brian, is it Brian Duvall, uh, the lead singer of Alice in Chains, the new guy, of course, he said it in, in, in a concert that, you know, people are shooting themselves in the foot by downloading for free. And I've, I've known that since the Napster days. I was like, this sucks right now. I don't like this. I'd rather pay for what I want. But what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm up on my high horse right now. Well, there's there's not much you can do, and and and, and really, you know, everybody wants to cast blame, but if you know, if if music was as good as it used to be, people would still hold a value to it. And there's there's it's oversaturated. There there is good music, but there's so God. much of it, so yeah. much, and people, 
You know, it's like, well, I got a Mac computer, so I'm a, I'm a music producer. An artist today. Yeah, right. Be. I know. Well, yeah. yeah, here I am with my own radio station. I do own the network with my, my partner Nelson Piles, who's a, an author, actually a very successful one right now. Um, and my co-hosts are not with me. I have two of them. They're not with me tonight. Um, but they, we started this thing. Kettle Whistle Radio is obviously uh, Jane's Addiction um, a song and idea. We our love of Jane's Addiction is where this started, and it became something else. And um, just we wanted to do what Perry Farrell did, Lollapalooza, introduce people to stuff they'd never hear while they're at a show already. You know, mix it up, and that's what we do. Well, that's really where it's at. That's that, that's that's mm-hmm. the only place to go from here. Yeah, that's it. A, just that, is. that truly is. Um, as far as bands, uh, do you? Well, what are you guys listening to right now? Can you give me a few? I'm a huge Jeff Buckley fan. Okay. So that's pretty much what I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like a lot of the, uh, you know, the band. We listen to a lot of the band. Of course, you know, Zeppelin and, you know, uh, Deep Cream and, God, it's just Bowie and... I'm a big Beatles fan. He's Nothing wrong with that. I can't help it. I still have the 45. With, with me, it's the usual suspects. You know, Bob Dylan, the Beatles, Love, Hendrix, the Stones, um, Faces. Throw a little Alice in Chains the, in there. Absolutely. Faces and Alice in Chains. I have both their huge box sets. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Yeah, I adore that stuff. I, I even go as far as Golden Earring because I just love Twilight oh, Zone. Golden I, oh, yeah. I'm still waiting for somebody to remake uh, Twilight Zone. Everybody does Radar Love, but it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, this, I know. This, this dude yeah. kicks ass. All right, think about that. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, really. Why not? <laughs> radar Love. Yeah, it's like the Radar Love thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe the Twilight Zone song still sounds too new. Maybe. To redo, you know? It hasn't been played out. Classic rock stations didn't even kill it. Um, as far as now, I wanna, I'm want i going to let you go in a little bit. I'm not going to keep you too much longer. I know you guys are tired. It, it was a long week for me, too. Um, but worst moments in music. Do you guys have... In general, it could be recording, it could be a moment on stage. I'd love to hear if you have something you want to give up. <laughs> you can't say it. Well, can... All of Lori's moments have been great, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> Save for I would a part say, two. I would say my worst moment mm. would probably be... It would be in this town in 2008. I was doing a showcase. And... Um, my acoustic guitar, it's like I had had my pickup and my acoustic guitar screwed into the hole there for six years. Okay. Well, it shit, it, it, it picks this night during this, you oh, know, geez. 45 minute interval of, of a seven year period. Okay. To come out, fall into my acoustic guitar when I didn't know it. So my acoustic guitar signal goes away, throws me off. Oh, my God. Uh, everything goes to crap. Oh, boy. <laughs> Um, it was terrible but hey if that's the worst I can come up with uh, you know I mean it's uh, you know Lord Lord knows there's no uh, thank, thank God there's no um, uh, lip sync CDs oh, yeah, skipping or anything right. like that <laughs> and that's we don't use auto tune no auto tune you guys don't need auto tune I mean the meshing of your voice is just amazing you definitely don't need that. I'm serious, man. That, that's and your videos again. I, I said it's, you made it classy again to make a video, and I adore that. Um, who's behind the direction of those videos? Is that you guys? Yeah, we do everything ourselves. Even find your love. I mean, that was pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Good, good we stuff. We do it all ourselves. Yep. 
Yeah, we're we're kind of an army of two here. <laughs> That's probably the best way to do it. I think about some of the well, white stripes. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know who else I like, and I, I don't really want to compare you to, but I did buy their whole album, Band of Skulls. Are you familiar with Band of Skulls? No. Listen to Band of Skulls. Before you go to bed tonight, actually go on iTunes and just listen to one song for a little bit. Um, I can't think of the tune, but you guys reminded me of them, but you're you're way better. Uh, I'm sorry if they're ever going to hear this, but Band of Skulls, check that out. It's a guy and a girl, and again, the voices mesh. A little high-pitched. You guys have more range, but bluesy, bluesy stuff. I, I, I kind of compared you to that, too. One of the last duets I've purchased other than of clocks and clouds, that's something else. I'm giving you some guys, some things to work with. That's all. Well, hey, we're always <laughs> looking for bluesy. I mean, we're always looking for something that's new and groovy. you know groovy and you know that, that has some movement to it. You know, because it's so hard to find. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a lot of it's you know we can't. I, I just every it's like this jungle of emo out there. Oh lord, yeah. And, um, Campfire emo. We were listening to something the other night, and there was this emo band on there talking about rock and roll, and he. Uh, he was talking about, yeah, roll. What do you mean roll? Like he's he's discovered their band has discovered rock, and it's it sounds like every other emo thing you ever heard. It's like <laughs> I hate it. Oh, I hate emo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, 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 there's nothing about your music that's rock and roll. No, nothing about all. it at all. Nothing. I mean, it's fun to talk about. And it sounded like fifty other bands too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where's the rhythm? Where's the beat? Where's the voice? I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, so, when it's all yeah. missing, it's like, are you kidding me? I mean, I like. Well, the, yeah. Go ahead. The good thing is that they're um, they're they're trying to find it. It's they, alternative. It's, it's it's like they've they've discovered it in their mind and they know it's there and they're trying to find it, which is good. You know, it's 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 good that that's on people's minds. So, but it's it, what kills me is that they were reintroduced again during grunge, and I just saw Soundgarden again recently. <laughs> when you when you have Chris Cornell doing it still, like where's the mistakes? Where are they? <laughs> Why don't they see what they're doing? I I don't know. Uh, again, and I of course I love Kurt Cobain and all that. That was rock and roll to me still. You know. With yeah. a little metal edge, but the songs meant a little more. Sure, um, you know, and I, I love that stuff. Were you guys like, were you grunge fans? I know Allison Chains, obviously. Soundgarden, man, Chris Cornell's monster, amazing. Yeah, I was a big grunge fan. That was my high school though. Great boys. You know. uh, that was college for me. Okay. <laughs> you old fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. of, I'm, I'm not too far behind you, Dave. <laughs> but Pearl Jam's movie is playing downtown in Pittsburgh right now, and uh, Metallica's is somewhere too. Now they're all coming out with movies. That's how these guys are making money. I. Does well, this discourage you guys, or does it encourage you guys to keep doing what you're doing? Well, I think we've gotten to the point where we really don't we don't have any expectations. I, I think the only expectation now is to make the kind of music we want to hear back ourselves and yeah. say, "All right, that's what we were trying to do there." You couldn't have said that's it better. To you could not have said it better. I, I love to hear that. Um, and Nashville uh, obviously seems to be the mecca of rock and roll, country blues. Is this where you're going to remain recording? You think? I, I would doubt it. I mean, Nashville's great, but you know, we're we're really not here to impress Nashville. You yeah, know? we're thinking I mean, we're, outside the box. We're thinking global. You know, it's kind <laughs> of our. Uh, you know, Nashville's cool. You know, we know a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of talent in Nashville. There's a, lot. Yeah. there's a lot of great musicians here, man. There is, and you know, there's there's a good scene, and you know, a lot of people are moving here. But Jack you know, White it'll just. Cool. 
Yeah, yeah you know, there's there's some rock and roll stuff happening. Um, it needs to be moving a little faster, I think, uh, because I think the window, there's a window here, and right. the window can shut. You're right. Um, so I think people need to take more advantage of it, figure it out a little quicker. Although, um, I think Kanye West is really making things better for you. Oh, God. Because <laughs> he's totally, he's ruining it for that genre completely. <laughs> Everybody's going to come back to rock and roll. I fucking hate that guy. I'm sorry. He drives, between him and Miley Cyrus, you know, they should just go get their own island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to keep blow it try up. Try to keep ourselves out of that hole. Well, yeah. we just we look at that as a total different industry. Oh, it's, 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 not, uh, it's not even music. It's not even no, music. No, it's not. It isn't. You know, there. You know, we'll hear a lot of musicians complain about you know the popular music and what the major labels are doing. And you know, and you know, I understand that and all. But you know, sometimes I'm like, listen, man. You know, just what 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 industry do you think you're in? Right. Quit quit crying to the majors to to be fair because they're not going to do it. No. No, they're, they're in a totally different industry now. You know, they're, they're they're not into you for your music. You guys they don't the, care. You got the right attitude and the sense of humor too is going to keep you guys going. And as a matter of fact, um, let's talk some Fazoli stewed tomatoes since they're my <laughs> they're my uh, hey, it's they're, nothing like a stewed tomato. They're my sponsors on this particular episode. So um, <laughs> so how, so tell me a little bit about Fazoli. Lo, in the distance, what is that I see? A stewed tomato. It must be Fazoli's. <laughs> Fantastic! No salt, no pepper. <laughs> uh, that killed me on my ride home today. Nothing to like a stewed tomato. It looks like a monkey hot. I'm not even going to explain that. Let let them look it up for themselves. But I may play that segment at the end of the se- our show here. Uh, listen, the bloody nerve. Everybody, uh, check them out. Go to their website. Go, what is it? Bloodynerve.com. What? That's it. Yep. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's so easy. Uh, yeah, check them out. But you know what? Go on iTunes and freaking buy it. You know, buy some stuff for a change. Well, actually, we're not on iTunes yet. All right, don't go, go to iTunes. To, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, that'll be soon. But if if you go to um uh to Bandcamp, we've got our stuff up there. Okay. Um, and you can get there by going to thebloodynerve.com. Oh, Bandcamp. We have a good package there. You I'm can get a big both fan. Our singles. Oh yeah, I'm all a the big single fan. art. Um, we actually have a T-shirt, a digital poster. You can print out all of that for nine ninety nine. Yep. I'm a big fan of Bandcamp because the money goes directly to you guys, doesn't it? Well, that's right. And see, we do it the other way around. A lot of people like to sell their T-shirt and say, oh, by the way, you get some music. Well, hey, you're going to pay a premium for our two songs, but hey, you know, we'll give you a free T-shirt. Exactly. I saw the T-shirt. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll be buying that. Fantastic. Great stuff. I'm glad to hear you're on Bandcamp. I forgot about that in the last couple of bands I talked to. They, that's a new trend. They're, they're moving on to that. I'm on iTunes. This podcast is actually on iTunes, and my network's on there. As always, guys, um, you can find me at Fairly Dark on Twitter. Uh, how do we find you guys on Twitter, individually, or just the band? The band. Bloody Nerve. Yeah, yeah, uh, at the Bloody Nerve. Okay. Anything else you want to plug before we say goodnight? Well, thanks for having us on the show. It was great hanging with you. Hells yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sorry about your puppy, man. Uh, Teddy. Yeah, you know what, though? At least he went out with some rock and roll, and that's the way, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um, I'm going to ask you to hold on for a second here. We're going to go out with a song, and we're going to go out with, uh, what do we decide on? Uh, the finale, Place to Hide? Go for it. Yeah, let's. Do, we're going to go out. Now, that's that would be, now, I guess, not a title track, or would it, for the EP? No. No? No. Just singles. <laughs> Probably yeah. just, you know, B-side to Local Honey. All right. Well, stay tuned, guys. Uh, place to Hide, and uh, hopefully we can have you guys back on again. Again, uh, Stacy Blood and Lorianne Lane, thank you very much. You're welcome.
was a place to hide by the bloody nerve, and I want to thank them again for coming and uh, visiting with Kettle of Soul Radio. Hope to hear from them again, and uh, thanks for listening, folks. And now this. My fan. Welcome to Fazoli's. I'm Frank Fazoli. My family has a proud tradition, and that tradition is stewed tomatoes. My grandfather had a vision of a whole world eating stewed tomatoes. That's why Fazoli's, you can get the widest array of stewed tomatoes you'll find anywhere else. It's all about choices at Fazoli's. We have a wide variety of stewed tomatoes to choose from. We have a small-sized stewed tomato, a medium stewed tomato, a large stewed tomato, and back by popular demand, an extra-large stewed tomato. We just unveiled our brand new appetizers featuring a bruschetta bread topped with, you guessed it, a stewed tomato. <laughs> Come into any one of our four restaurants to get a stewed tomato. You ever had spaghetti topped with a stewed tomato? You can try topping your spaghetti with one gigantic stewed tomato or with many small stewed tomatoes. The choice is yours at Fazoli's. <laughs> Fazoli's stewed tomatoes are peeled and stewed to perfection. You always know what you're going to get with Fazoli's. We'll give you a nice stewed tomato, no salt, no pepper. Freshly stewed in the kitchen by our culinary artists. Our culinary professionals are stewing up tomatoes every day at Fazoli's. Try our new dessert, our stewed tomato milkshake. It's a milkshake with, you guessed it, a stewed tomato. Come in for our lunch special, where you'll get a stewed tomato sandwich, which is two slices of white bread, and sandwiched between it is what? A stewed tomato. Some Lucello, okay? Okay, let's settle that. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Welcome to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing, 
where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.